0: 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. In this episode of Behind the Song, we take a closer look at the lyrics of Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. We all know the soap opera that is Fleetwood Mac, the interband romances, the affairs, the breakups. To borrow from an old TV show, they are the patent place of rock bands, with every member of the band having had a romantic relationship with another member of the band in some form. To recap, you have this cast of characters. Christine and John McVie, the once-married couple. Lindsay Buckingham, who at the time of this podcast is fired from the band and Stevie Nicks, who have known each other since high school, and Mick Fleetwood, the band's namesake. The band reached great heights of success after 1975's Fleetwood Mac album, the first after Buckingham and Nicks joined the band and were thrown into a wild cycle of touring and promotion to support that album, along with a legendary intake of drugs and alcohol a spiral of work and excess that took a psychic and emotional toll on everyone involved. By the time the band went into the studio to record the follow-up, Rumors, in 1976, Christine and John McVie were divorcing, and Christine would go on to have an affair with the band's lighting director. Mick Fleetwood was divorcing his wife as well, who was having an affair with his best friend. Fleetwood would later have a brief affair with Stevie Nicks, And Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks were absolutely breaking up their long, troubled, on-and-off-again, mercurial relationship, all while writing songs about each other. Christine McVie said of the time spent recording rumors that the Americans in the band, Nicks and Buckingham, would fight. And the British in the band, the McVees and Mac, would just avoid one another. It was an emotionally toxic combination of bad feelings and bad personal decisions, and most of the recording was done in different sections, with band members putting down parts of the song individually at the Record Plant studio in Sausalito, California. Can you imagine not only going to your job every day with someone you were breaking up with, but then writing a song about that breakup and having to sing it and play it day after day as the breakup was happening? And then imagine the pressures all of Fleetwood Mac were under to deliver another commercial successful album like the one they were following up. Now add in tons of cocaine and alcohol and random groupies and hangers-on, wildly expensive hedonistic excess that should have been anything but productive. It's a small miracle that the Rumors album, the 11th for the band Fleetwood Mac, and their most successful, was ever finished at all. Stevie Nicks is one of the three principal songwriters in Fleetwood Mac, along with Buckingham and Christine McVie. She wrote the song Dreams while the rest of the band were recording in another part of the studio. Sly Stone had a room at the record plant at the time, all done up in black and red with a piano and a big black velvet bed with drapes. It was vacant at the time, so Nyx decided to use it. She told Blender Magazine that she sat in that dark room with her keyboard and cassette recorder and wrote dreams in about 10 minutes. Dreams is what Nix calls a twin song on the Rumors album, its twin being Go Your Own Way, which was written by Buckingham. In her view, the two are the same song written by two people about the same relationship and the same breakup. Whereas Go Your Own Way has plenty of acrimony and anger, Dreams is more ethereal, pensive, and mystical. Yin and yang, dark and light just like Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. Nicks and Buckingham met in the mid-60s when they were still in high school in Northern California, still kids. They went on to join a psychedelic rock band called Fritz. Then they became a duo, Buckingham-Nicks, and moved to LA to pursue rock stardom. Buckingham-Nicks didn't exactly light up the world, but soon Mick Fleetwood came calling, and they made the jump to joining Fleetwood Mac in 1974. So they were already musical partners, and a couple, for nearly a decade prior to that. During this time, they were young, they were struggling. Nick's worked multiple jobs to support them, including waitressing and cleaning houses. I get the sense that especially in those early years, Buckingham's prowess on guitar and his own singular talent as a songwriter took the front seat, with Nick's poetic lyrics and unforgettable singing voice firmly in the back of the car, so to speak. I think it was that way for a while when the two joined Fleetwood Mac as well, at least at first. It's hard to imagine Stevie Nicks not receiving respect nowadays, but this was back in the 70s. The rules were different, and there weren't all that many female rockers around. Even in Fleetwood Mac, Christine McVie was a classically trained musician who found inspiration in rock and roll as a teenager. Stevie Nicks, on the other hand, spent her childhood singing country music in bars with her grandfather. Stevie Nicks is also a small person, around 5 feet tall. She developed her signature look, the chiffon skirts, the lace, the long blonde hair, the top hat, a sort of fairy witch version of Oliver Twist, and stacked herself up on high platform heels. It's a wardrobe, a costume, but it's also a certain kind of protection. It's 100% feminine, but it's tough. It's cute, but it's rebellious. It has been attempted for over 40 years by girls and some boys who respond to Stevie Nicks as a kind of rock and roll godmother, but it, like her, can't really ever be copied authentically. It is that authenticity and those juxtapositions that make Stevie's music so special. Her lyrics have mystical tones, but there's a sense of realness and a sharp point in there as well, maybe from the country music that dominated her youth, that strikes its chord and does what all the best writers do, make you feel like they've written what you're feeling. The first part of Dreams goes like this. Now here you go again, you say, you want your freedom. Well, who am I to keep you down? It's only right that you should play the way you feel it. So here she's letting Buckingham off the hook to pursue his freedom, which would be hard to do when both parties are in a successful band, but maybe she's writing it the way she's feeling it, too. It goes on. But listen carefully to the sound of your loneliness like a heartbeat drives you mad in the stillness of remembering what you had and what you lost. And what you had and what you lost. And that's a caution against letting go of someone in such an intimate situation, which might prove impossible, especially cautioning against severing a romance when you can't really, truly get away from that person because you happen to be tied together for work. Saying it's possible to be lonely with someone even when you know that you're going to be with them almost 24-7 for the band, and that that is enough to drive you crazy in and of itself. Next in the song comes those lyrics that have us all singing along. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Players only love you when they're playing. Say women, they will come and they will go. When the rain washes you clean, you'll know you will know. So here we see Stevie Nicks using players want to play and haters want to hate years before the saying came into vogue. We all get what she meant here, and it's as mean as she ever got in response to Buckingham's go-your-own-way, in which he proclaims that jacking up and shacking up is all she wanted to do, but she only had to stick the knife in just under the surface to cut deep with those lines ending with the phrase about the rain washing him clean, implying that he was indeed dirty and in need of cleansing. Next, Stevie looks inward at her part in this relationship. Now here I go again. I see the crystal visions. I keep my visions to myself. It's only me. And here we see how Stevie must have seen herself in those early Fleetwood Mac years, and with Lindsay before that. Something small and inconsequential, keeping her thoughts and her visions to herself. She goes on. Who wants to wrap around your dreams and have you any dreams you'd like to sell? And there again, the knife, putting it to him like an accusation turned back around on the accuser. Perhaps he insinuated to her at some point that she was hitching a ride on his talent and she flips it with a simple question. Do you have anything inside that you would like to sell? Have you already done that? She goes on and ties it back into that initial caution, maybe this time to the both of them. Dreams of loneliness, like a heartbeat, drives you mad. In the stillness of remembering what you had, and what you lost, and what you had, and what you lost. So now we see, in the context of just a couple of lines, Stevie has included herself in the cycle of loneliness and frustration that their romantic breakup is sure to bring, given that they can't possibly escape one another, even if they wanted to. And then the lyrics circle back to those singable lines, this time encapsulating the two of them. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Players only love you when they're playing. Women, they will come and they will go. When the rain washes you clean, you'll know. You will know. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Players only love you when they're playing. And she ends the song with a refrain and another caution back to Lindsay about those women who will come into and out of his life, but will never be quite the thing that she was to him. Say, women... They will come and they will go. When the rain washes you clean, you'll know. You will know. To say the least, the attraction of the song Dreams has endured over the years. In April of 2018, the song re-entered the Billboard chart after a young fan made a viral Twitter meme about not being able to dance to Fleetwood Mac's music. And as for Stevie Nicks, she was cast as herself in not one but two seasons of American Horror Story, playing a role created for her as the White Witch. Can't you hear the timbre of her voice coming at you? I'm sure it's a voice Lindsey Buckingham will carry with him to the grave, as she prophesied in another song, Silver Springs. And it was that voice and Stevie Nicks' innate ability to connect with people. In spite of her smallness and her femaleness, it was she who wrote the only number one hit Fleetwood Mac ever had with Dreams. In spite of their many other charting hits, this song was their only number one. Even through all the craziness going on at the time, she prevailed. One of my favorite quotes from Stevie Nicks is this, when you grow up as a girl, the world tells you the things that you are supposed to be. Emotional, loving, beautiful, wanted. And then when you are those things, the world tells you they are inferior, illogical, weak, vain, empty. She recognized that, challenged it, and never let him grind her down. Dreams is one of the ultimate breakup songs in rock and roll written by a beautiful, tough little woman wearing a top hat as she twirls in layers of lace and chiffon through our consciousness, putting a name to emotions that are hard to pinpoint. And that's just the kind of spell to cast. Stevie Nicks, our witch. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for sound design and engineering. Check back for more episodes on songs by artists like the Rolling Stones, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, and more classic rock and roll.